You're listening to the Ready for Departure podcast, written and presented by private pilot Steve Middleton. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 20 of the Ready for Departure podcast. It's been quite some time since I last recorded a podcast, over three months in fact, so there's a lot to catch up on. Quite a lot has happened since the last podcast and I hope you'll continue to listen in so that I can bring you up to speed. First, I'd like to tell you about a new way to listen to podcasts. I've discovered a new free app called Podcoin that literally pays you to listen to podcasts. You can listen to the Ready for Departure podcast or any of your favourite podcasts and earn Podcoin while you listen. And then you can use that Podcoin and exchange it for valuable rewards like Amazon or Starbucks gift vouchers or even donate the Podcoin to a charity. You can download the Podcoin app in the Apple and Google app stores. Use our special code RFDPOD to get a Podcoin sign-up bonus. Now then, let's wind back to November of last year when I talked about my first in-flight emergency. I'd recently converted onto the Icarus C-42, which, although it's still a microlight, is markedly different from the Eurostar EV-97 I trained on and flown for most of my time as a private pilot license holder. Since then, I'd switched back to flying the Eurostar and taken up four more passengers, including one on her very first flight in a light aircraft, you can see highlights of some of those flights on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Steve Middleton. Unfortunately, in the time since my last podcast, I've had a couple of bouts of sickness, and this is what I want to talk to you about today. Are you fit to fly? In November, I caught tonsillitis, a fairly common ailment suffered by adults and children alike. It's not serious, but particularly bad bouts of it can make you feel pretty crappy, and that's what happened to me. So... I had a sore throat that affected my voice and made it painful to talk. That wouldn't be good for communicating on the radio. As a consequence, I cancelled the flight and booked another one for a week later. Seven days passed and the sore throat has subsided, but it's still there. I'm still taking the course of antibiotics that was prescribed by my doctor, but I'm feeling quite a bit better. I've not flown for a few weeks, the weather is affecting my ability to get good flying slots, and I'm worried about losing currency. I'm prepared to go and fly short local. I start to get prepared for the flight, charge up my iPad for Skydemon, plug in my battery-powered GPS and my GoPro cameras to ensure they'll be ready for the flight. I write up a short plug, in case my Skydemon goes down during the flight, and plot a route on my map. I check the weather, which is not brilliant, but it's a flyable window, and the no times are clear, so I'm good to go. But should I? I'm still on antibiotics, so I go on some forums and submit a couple of posts, should I fly on antibiotics? Forums are a great source of information, but you can guarantee that the opinions on any subjects will be divided. Flying forums are no different. Some people said I should be fine. Some suggested that it would be illegal for me to fly in antibiotics. Some recommended that I call my AME. But only one person asked the obvious question. Do you feel fit to fly? What a really good question. I definitely felt better than I did a week ago, but I'm certainly not fully recovered by any means. But am I okay to fly? I'd driven a car a few times in the last couple of days, that went okay, I didn't crash, but my throat still hurts and I do still get tired much sooner than normal. I want to fly, I miss it, if I don't take this flying window I could put myself perilously close to needing a check flight. If I cancel this would be a last minute cancellation at the flying school and it's doubtful there will be time for anyone else to take my slot. As I fly under a medical self declaration certificate under the air navigation order I'm required to not suffer from any medical conditions or have any functional disability that might impair the safe operation of the aircraft. But I only feel a bit rubbish now rather than the full-blown ill I felt a few days ago. 
The CAA maintains a list of safety sense leaflets that are a really useful guide for pilots. Safety sense leaflet 1 has a section entitled Pilot Fitness and contains some really helpful tips to ensure pilots are fit to fly. The I'm safe letters proved to be a good guide in determining whether I was okay to fly. The I stands for illness. Do you have any symptoms? Well, yes I did. The M stands for medication. Are you on any? Does your GP know you're a pilot? Well, yes, I was on medication, antibiotics, and I didn't mention it when I went to see my GP. The S stands for stress. Are you stressed or upset? Well, I was upset I was missing flying, but I don't think I was stressed. The A stands for alcohol stroke drugs. I don't really drink much alcohol anymore, and I don't do drugs. Well, only the legal kind. The F stands for fatigue. Are you tired? Yes, I was quite tired. E stands for eating. Have you had food before flight? Well, I usually do eat something before each flight to keep my blood sugar at a safe level. I've answered yes to several questions on the safety sense leaflet, so am I fit to fly? No, I am not. I cancel the flight. My flight instructor is understanding and commends my good decision making. I just wish I'd made the decision sooner so that the aircraft slot could have been made available to someone else. I finished the course of antibiotics, but after another week, my symptoms returned and I cancelled the following week's flight straight away. The aircraft slot was snapped up by a student who needed to build up his solar hours. When I went back to my GP, I made him fully aware that I was a private pilot and discussed my fitness to fly. He advised me to stay on the ground until I was confident that all my symptoms had disappeared and, ideally, not until the course of antibiotics was complete. So I missed a couple of flights, but... Luckily, I didn't have a gap of more than six weeks, which for my flying school is a local rule that if it has been more than six weeks since you've flown, you need to have a check flight with the instructor. I decided to have a couple of flights on my own, without a passenger, to get back into the swing of things, as it had been quite a while since I'd flown. A couple of times since then, I have cancelled flights because I just didn't feel right. Not exactly ill as such, but you know how sometimes you just feel a bit under the weather, or even just a bit tired? Yes, I cancelled the flight because I was tired. The last thing I need is for my reactions to be off because I'm tired. Take for example my flight last November, where I almost had a bird strike, followed immediately with a near miss with a Piper Warrior. There'll be a future podcast episode on that event, but you can watch the video on my YouTube channel. I do sometimes get a little nervous before a flight, usually when the weather is 50-50, or I've had to make a last minute change to plans such as happened a couple of weeks ago, when I ended up in Welshpool instead of Wellsbourne. No, that wasn't a mistake, but the Welshpool plan was put together very quickly, and as a result, I missed off some radio frequencies. You can see that in a video that Rory Oscaries just put out on his Rory On Air YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Rory On Air. I am still learning, and as a result, I've not been as confident trusting my instincts and decision-making as, as I would have liked. But in future, if I don't feel well enough to fly, for whatever reason, I will cancel. And that's what I recommend to any of you who are feeling the same. If it's not feeling right, cancel and rearrange for another day. Have you had to cancel a flight due to illness or sickness? Have you ever flown either as a pilot or a passenger when you didn't feel 100%? What are your thoughts on flying as a pilot when you're not feeling your best? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please get in touch, especially if you're willing to be a guest. That's it for this episode of the Ready for Departure podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Ready for Departure. If you'd like to give us a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be fab. The podcast is also available via Stitcher, 
Radio Republic, and many other podcast providers. If you're an Apple hater, you can download the episodes in MP3 format at www.readyfordeparture.uk. Our Facebook page is at facebook.com forward slash readyfordepartureuk. Please give our page a like. Finally, videos of the flights that are an inspiration for this podcast can be viewed on my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Steve Middleton. There's a shortcut to the YouTube videos that might be easier. That's r4d.uk slash videos. Stick that in your browser. Please do watch, comment and subscribe if you can. Your feedback is very much appreciated. Thanks for listening to the Ready for Departure podcast. Music was by Josh Woodward and Chris Zabriskie. You can find out more and get in touch at readyfordeparture.uk.